the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I am back. First of all, I would like to take this opportunity to thank Joshua, my eldest son, for giving me this much-needed break from this broadcast. I took time to pray and listen and to rest. I wanted to ask God, and I wanted to see if he wants me to continue this radio broadcast. We've been on the air for almost four years now. It will be four years in September. I wanted to make sure that I am making a difference that the purpose why we have this radio broadcast is being fulfilled, and I wanted to see harvest. You see, we have outreaches, and I go on a mission to other countries, and I can see firsthand the harvest and the effect and the transformation of people's lives. But the radio ministry is different. I don't get a lot of feedback from many listeners Sometimes we get phone calls, they wanted to talk about their past, in which I refuse to do. I'm only interested in your present and the future, because I can't do nothing about your past. And sometimes people will treat this radio broadcast as if they want me to read their future. It's just like a horoscope, and I refuse to do that because the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ is the very essence of prophecy. It is not like the rest of the world. This is about eternal life. And I am not sure. I don't know if I'm really making the difference. This is an investment of time and effort and lots of prayer on my part and Joshua's part. And also a big financial investment by this ministry. And I want to make sure that this program is having an impact and not just being on the radio for the sake of being in the radio. I have been listening and praying, and I still have not gotten a really clear direction from the Lord. But to tell you the truth, my flesh does not want to come back. My flesh doesn't want the hard work and the prayer that comes with this program because we just don't want to air any preaching or teaching. Sometimes Joshua and I have already recorded the message, edited it, and then we hear from the Holy Spirit, and then we change it so that the message will go forth in its perfect time. And that's what we want. So it really takes a lot of effort. But if that's where God wants us to be, then I will submit to that. But if it will be better for us to invest more in the mission field, on other nations, then that's what we're going to do. But like I said, 
I have not heard a clear indication from the Lord, and we still have a few months to renew or not to renew our contract. So, glory to God. And also, I wanted to congratulate my daughter, Erica. She graduated last Friday, high school. You made mama proud, sweetheart. Erica graduated as salutatorian. She was also given a presidential award. She received award from her peers at the athletics department, and she received award in art. She will be attending Trinity University here in San Antonio, Texas. Why am I sharing this with you, our listeners? Because in the summer of 2012, me and Mike were in Vancouver. Mike got us this nice hotel overlooking the water. And one night, the Lord woke me up and can't sleep. So I went to the living room and watched the sunrise to come and the whales when they jump off the water. That is an awesome sight to see. The Lord gave me visions and he promised me this, that as soon as Erica graduates from high school, God will open opportunities in North America for me to start teaching prophetic schools and business schools and discipling his people as well as abroad. This is important because when the children were small and Mike and I started ministering and I started getting invitation to minister at women's conferences, I asked God if he will postpone my going overseas until my children are grown. My reason is I don't want my children to rebel and resent us because we obeyed and served God. I want them to be blessed and to be grateful that Mike and I obeyed the Holy Spirit and served God because they are tremendously blessed in the process. So every time when they're growing up, every time we have a conference somewhere or a healing crusade in Texas, we always make arrangements for them to come and enjoy the amenities in a hotel. We have their babysitter with them, and they participated in all of our crusades growing up. But at the same time, it was really difficult to travel overseas with young children. So now that Erica has grown and has graduated from high school, the Lord is reminding me that he fulfilled his promise to me, and he answered my prayer as far as that is concerned, and now he's going to begin to send me all over to really minister. So that's why it is important for this time, and the Lord gave me, he promised me some things, personal things, that are a blessing and major changes in my life. I did not let go of these prophecies and visions. I remind God and I remind myself about them. That was 2012. That future is in the now and the present, and I'm excited about things to come. All good. I'm sharing this with you because 2016 is a great year. It is a super manifestation of God's promises. But you have to trust God. You have to engage and be led by the Holy Spirit to do this. 
our religiosity and our rules and regulations will not come. It comes with relationship, with a really personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. I always remind the congregation, especially the core team and our partners, about their prophecies. I prayed for them. I always pray for them. And I always call those prophecies, their prophecies, to manifest. Oftentimes, they'll get phone call from me, a text message or email, reminding them of their instruction that they don't need to waver and reassure them that I'm standing with them. I always remind them, don't give up. And if you don't give up, I will not give up on what God has for you. And I'll continue to pray and prophesy for those blessings to manifest in your life. And a lot of times, God allows me to see in the spiritual realm. So I can pinpoint what to pray for them or what to remind them to focus on. It is my job. Those who want to be discipled, I am all for that. You see, my dear brothers and sisters, our Lord Jesus Christ expects us to do greater things than he did because he is seated at the right hand of God the Father interceding on our behalf and they send the Holy Spirit to teach us, to empower us and to guide us into all truth. If you are so anointed and have the gifts of healing and many people get healed in your services or crusades, Jesus did those too. So that's not what he meant by greater work. Did you raise the dead? Jesus did that too. Did he preach? Yes, he did that too. He walked on water. He multiplied loaves and fishes. He taught his disciples about the kingdom of God because he is led by the Holy Spirit. He can hear and know what's in people's hearts, what they're thinking, what they're saying behind his back. So what is a greater work? All these years, I've been meditating on this. A lot of people are giving me explanation. Oh, it's a salvation message. I said, no, 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 no. I had been searching and meditating about this greater work. And one day, I had this aha, aha moment. The come to Jesus moment. Historical accounts show that Jesus had more than 500 disciples out of those 500 plus disciples, only 120 obeyed him and believed him and stayed in Jerusalem and received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. These 120 men and women, disciples led by John and Peter and the other 10 disciples, turned the whole world upside down and they started preaching about the kingdom of God Signs and wonders followed them, and no one can kill them. Hear that? No one can kill them until it's their time. Remember, Apostle Paul? Uh, I'm kind of thinking, I, I cannot decide. This is my own translation. I cannot decide whether to live or to die. To die is to be with Jesus, but to live is to continue discipling people. Well, I decided that I'm going to live. That is awesome! And that is you, if you believe. No one can kill you, okay? No one can kill you. Satan cannot kill you. Satan cannot touch you. Use your authority. So if I'll be able to disciple a minimum of 121 leaders who will all move in the power of God, 
and who will love God, who will focus on Jesus and serve Him only, then I am one disciple greater than Jesus. That's the greater work for me. I'm not talking about just training and discipling pastors. If that were the case, I'm already in thousands because I have discipled, trained thousands of pastors and business leaders. I am talking about each disciple will move in power, will do greater work, who will love God more than anyone and anything on the face of the earth. When I accomplish this, I can truly say that I receive a crown for a greater work that I did on the earth that I can and will lay at the feet of Jesus, my Lord. Under 21. You see, I'm not looking for members. I want to disciple people that are hungry for the things of God who want to know a loving God like I do. I want to fellowship with these people who are like me, who love God and would love and want the will of God manifested and His ways of doing things implemented on this earth. Don't tell me that it cannot be done. You see, I take Jesus seriously. When He says that you can do greater things that I did because I am sending the Holy Spirit. I believe him at his word. And at the same time, I have witnessed countless miracles. And I was used by God in miracles. So I know that whomsoever is hungry for the things of God, they shall be filled. And that is the truth. God qualifies those that he called. He never calls the qualified in their own eyes. There is one thing I learned about our loving God, our Abba Father. This will change your life. This will change the course of your life. Just listen to me. As long as your heart is right, even though you make mistakes, as long as you believe, and as long as you stand true to your faith, even those many things that you missed in the past that cost you heartaches, trouble, or caused pain to others, and you lost ground. No matter how big or important those things are, even the relationship, God-ordained relationship, that went wrong, leave those things in the past. Don't look back. Talk to the Father. Thank Him for your second chance and opportunities and your restoration and healing. But let those things go. Let those people go. They belong to your past. And if you let them go, God the Father will make sure that he will give you a double portion of blessings. Trust him. Continue to move forward. Let them go. Your future is a lot brighter is a lot grander, happier, and more fulfilling. Even in those relationships that hurt, that you missed, or who have left. Those that have left and those are things that you missed, no matter how good they are, God will give you a better one. If 
you've been through a divorce or temporary separation, it doesn't matter whose fault is it. When God restored that relationship or that marriage, you will have a better, loving, merciful spouse. And if that is not the case, God will give you much, much better one. Heaven on earth for you. That was his plan. Let things go and trust God. He is more than able to do this. And if you cannot bring yourself to forgive yourself, to forgive others, or to let go of this, just be reminded about one thing. And this is the truth. Don't look at the facts. This is the truth. God the Father loves you as much as He loves His only begotten Son. Do you think He is excited to see you crying? Do you think that He is excited for you living under poverty or under what He died for, what He paid for at the cross? Do you think He's excited about that? Do you think that He is so malicious and grumpy like some of us? Do you think that He will decide one day to hurt you? No. There is one thing that I can tell you. The challenges that you're facing right now, you trust God and you believe God and you take your stand. You command Satan to stop and cease and desist from his operation in you. You know what? You have authority and power over him. If you will do this, the manifestations that will happen immediately so fast will be so much greater that you will live heaven on earth. So no matter what pain and challenges and the dilemma that you're in, whether it's your fault, whether it's caused by others, go before the Father who loves you as much as He loves His only begotten Son, and the Holy Spirit will open the door for you to get out from those dilemma and the situation. I guarantee you, you trust Jesus, your life will be a lot better and grander and more fulfilling than it was yesterday. This is who he was. He erased our past. He forgave our sins, forgotten all about them. And then he made us this promise. Nothing that you can do or say will separate you from me. That's unconditional love. And that's how much Jesus loves you and I. You ask the Holy Spirit about the prophecies, the personal prophecies and the promises and your heart's desire that did not manifest. Trust Him. The future is greater. In John chapter 14, verse 26, it says, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. John sixteen thirteen. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. So Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will remind us of what Jesus told us, and he will tell us of things to come. The Holy Spirit was always in unity with God the Father and God the Son, and he will teach us. He will remind us, He will convict us, and He will inspire us, and He will reveal Jesus to us. And by doing so, who we are in Christ Jesus will be revealed also. So since I've been out for a long time and has not stepped on your toes or have not skinned you alive, 
So I cannot help myself. I have to do it. Okay? Stop saying or bragging that you have always been a student of the Bible. There is no such thing in the Bible that we're supposed to be a student of the Bible. What it says is we're supposed to be a student of the Holy Spirit. If you're a student of the Bible without you being led by the Holy Spirit or without the revelation and empowerment of the Holy Spirit, you may know the Bible, you may quote the scriptures left and right, but without, you may have knowledge about God, but those are just mere knowledge taught by men. You can have your curriculum and you will miss it big time. This is a bragging rights that a lot of people, even anointed ministers, said, oh, I've always been a student of the Bible. I've always been a student of prophecy. Without the Holy Spirit, you will not understand a thing. That's why there is no power in the church. This is our problem. Many of us call themselves students of the Bible, have their own interpretation of the Bible, and the church is in a big mess. We place a lot of rules and regulations. We are watching others on who crossed the line. We are promoting that we should be accountable to everyone, to each and every one. I said, oh, I have to be accountable to you, and you have to be accountable to me, and many more limitations imposed by men, and we pushed the Holy Spirit out of it. Are we not supposed to be accountable to God? It sounds so spiritual, probably, when you're saying it and when you're applying it, when you're implementing it in the churches, you might have goosebumps. But that's all it did is for you to have goosebumps. There is no power. Have you raised the dead? Have you healed the sick? Have you prophesied and it came to pass? No. But no, you have to be accountable to one another. No, be accountable to God because at the judgment day, you will give account to him. And that is scriptural. You don't have to be a student of the Bible to understand that. But when you become that and you push the Holy Spirit, you will have a lot of intellectual understanding of God. It's not coming from your spirit, man, or from your heart. So don't harden your heart and don't email me or send me ugly letters or call me because I offended you. If I offended you, good. I hope that you will be thinking about me and my voice and what I said for the entire day and for the entire week until you come about. And I hope you tattletale on me and tell Jesus how offensive my words are regarding you being a student of the Bible instead of student of the Holy Spirit. And let's see what the Holy Spirit will say about that. Okay? So I'm accountable to him. I'm not accountable to you. So, and this is the radio program. I'm the one who's on the microphone. So I'll just cause trouble. I'll steer the water. Because if there is no power in the church, it is our responsibility as leaders to pray and ask the Holy Spirit why. And then we have to make the adjustments with our theology, with our uh, sets of rules, with our doctrines. Our doctrines has to be Jesus. Jesus is love. And God is all-knowing and all-powerful, and he's faithful. That should be our doctrine. So you're supposed to be a disciple, or you're supposed to disciple others. So you need to register before it's too late to be a student of the Holy Spirit in accordance to John chapter 16, verse 13. And in John chapter 14, verse 26, it says that the Holy Spirit will not speak on his own. 
but only what he sees and hears in heaven. That must be good enough for us. So I already got into trouble to a lot of you, but believe me when I say that my motivation is to provoke you and to move forward in the things of God and your blessings will manifest and everybody would know that you have been with Jesus. And that is the prize and the lifestyle of being a Christian, of serving God, is to live heaven on earth. And it's about time that we confront these issues of our times. Where is the power in the church? God is always faithful, even there are times that we have not been faithful to him. So it is not his problem. The problem is in us, and we need to discover it. Because you know what? When it comes to heaven, some of you who get offended, you will thank me. You will thank me and say, like, I now know what you meant. But it's fine. I'm still going to pray for you. I'm going to continue to share what God is saying to the church in these last days. But let go of the past, no matter how great it is, and forgive, even forgive yourself, and thank God for the second opportunity that is in this season. This is a season of a great blessing and manifestation of God's supernatural power amongst the believers. And I'm running out of time. Until next time. I pray that you receive this with an open heart and an open mind and that you'll start calling on the name of Jesus again. Amen. It's not too late. So I wanted to invite you to join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off IH10. The morning service starts at 1030 a.m. and the evening service at 7 and Wednesday service at 7 p.m. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. And all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.